Hello and welcome to High School Hero. I'm your host, Ryan Frisbee. Uh, we're just going to review this week's action from the Super Rugby of the weekend. As always, Michael Owls joins me from Queenstown. How are you, Michael? Yeah, bloody good, mate. But gutted to miss last week, but you had a pretty fitting replacement, so I'll forgive you on that one. Yeah, we haven't actually uh, done a podcast in a while. Um, we had to get the Olympian in, or Paralympian in, Curtis McGrath, to have a yarn. But I, th- I think I'll keep you, mate. I think I'll keep you. Cheers, mate. Well, hopefully we can string this one together. Hopefully the technology comes through all right. Got to get excited too. Got to get a bit mm. more excited. Mm. Yeah. Fizzing. Really give the listeners an experience. All, all right. six of well, them. Yeah, all six of them. Including well, my mum. get seven after this. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully get seven after this, mate. Uh, but we might as well get straight into it. We'll start from the top, work the way down. Um, so we'll start with the Canes versus the Sunwolves. The Canes 43, the Sunwolves 19. Pretty close game, really. Um, the Canes had to score three tries in the last five minutes to blow the score out. Uh, the Sunwolves are picking the same team, which I think is helping them with continuity and uh, putting pressure on the opposition. Um, and they seem to be holding on to the ball a lot. Uh, what are you, What are your thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah, game. I was. I watched this game. It was, it was quite a good one, actually. The mighty Sunwolves, my boys, actually really giving it to the Canes there and made the Canes look pretty ordinary um, at times. They did. But the Canes, with their, their, their power and everything, obviously pulled it back. It's good you talk about continuity, Ryan, because I think we know that rest and rotation doesn't work from the 2007 Rugby World Cup. So That's true, that's true. Pretty, yeah, good to see a team... Uh, sticking with the with a tried and true formula rather than trying to rotate it around. Maybe the Blues could take something out of this one. Well, I just wanted to um, use the word continuity because it's kind of a big word, so it makes myself intelligent, you know? Sound intelligent yeah. anyway. Yeah. Can you spell uh, continuity, Ryan? Oh, shit, no. C-O-N, oh, no. and then that's about it. <laughs> but I th- I think the Sunwolves, they're, um, they're holding on to the ball a lot, and they've always done that, so that's that adds a lot of pressure, but... You know, when they make a mistake, those Kiwi teams are going to punish you. So it's pretty much what happened in the end. Yeah, yeah, no, they were, yeah. they were, and it was it was a good it was a good spectacle. But um, I think pretty predictable result. But yeah, like you said, the Canes scoring those tries in the last sort of five minutes really blew the score out and made the Sunwolves. Um, you didn't do them justice on the scoreboard anyway. That's a good point there, Mike. Uh, we'll go to the next game. It was actually a Friday night game. Stormers versus the Rebels. Stormers got up 34-18. Pretty much the Rebels of old. You know, they they lost Will Guinea <laughs> for a couple of games and they've, they've turned to shit. They can't win overseas. Um, yeah, high hopes. High hopes for the Rebels at the start, but travelling woes continue. Yeah, I think... Um, no, I think I did pick this one, but... Yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, eh? Like, the Rebels, I think, as we said, you know, they were... They were at the top of the table, the top of the division for a while, but it's kind of like when we when we were talking about the Lions as well. It's sort of proven where they're sort of standing. And the South African teams, although late in the piece, are starting to hit their straps really nicely. So that's true. Yeah, good, good game. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really, I don't really watch invest too much into into these late ones. Um, need my beauty sleep, but yeah, good on the Stormers, getting it done. Stormers, Stormers are just obviously too good at home, but I'll just uh, ask you a question, Mike. So the Rebels have played nine games. How many games do you think they've won? Four. 
Oh, you probably looked at the table, did you? No, I didn't. I just guessed that. Completely guessed that. Oh. So I'll take it. Nailed it. Well, that's a win. That's a win. But um, I thought they won more games than that. I was surprised that they only won four. It must have been their first four, I guess, and they've lost five in a row. Yeah, well, this is this is testimony to how, how screwed up the whole competition ladder system is. No one understands it. Um, so, yeah, to have, have a team sitting that high up and where they sit, it just doesn't really make too much sense to me. But yeah, four out of how many games have they played? Four out of four out of nine, nine. did you say? Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of buys. Re- That's what pisses me off. Why are there so many buys? They should just have one buy each, you'd think. Yeah, but like but isn't yeah. it most weeks there's two teams of the buy or something like that? Well, it's been three teams actually. Really hard yeah. to play fantasy rugby as well and it's three buys each time. <laughs> yeah. They don't give you enough subs for that, eh? Nah, not enough trades, mate. I'm beating Al Dan now, I think, though, so we're good to go. Oh, I don't believe it. Clawed it back, clawed it back. Um, but speaking of clawing it back, the next game, the Reds versus the Lions, 27-22 to the Reds. Uh, the Reds were up 24-0 at half time. They obviously started fast and nearly blew it, um, mainly because of a man called Malcolm Marks, best hooker in the world at the moment, scoring two tries late. But the Reds had bugger all positional territory, um, the Lions had about 65% of that both in both sections of um, of position and territory. So pretty good pretty good game, though. It's six, uh, 3.30 during the daytime. It's always going to be a good game because there's no bloody zoo on the ball. Yeah, well, this was a, this was a 5 o'clock game over in, over in the land of the long white cloud. Um, and going back to it, it really was a game of two halves. Like you said, Reds with everything in the first half. I was actually quite shocked by this one. I had the Lions at 12, um, 12 and under to win this one. So, yeah, the Lions just didn't really front at all in that first half. The Reds gave them everything. But the Reds almost almost blew it in that second half, um, really let them in. And the Lions just came out and played with played exactly how the Reds probably played in the first half. Just gave it to them, but which, yeah, couldn't catch up. So, yeah, an interesting Good win, interesting good win game. for the Reds, though, for sure. Yeah, shit, yeah, uh, good Good, um, good win for your adopted team over there in um, Queensland. Yeah, Brad Thorne in the press conference afterwards was like, uh, yeah, it was a good 40 minutes, um, obviously because the Lions came back. So good <laughs> yeah. to see that uh, he was being honest. But He can't be far off they got the, the boots on. <laughs> not, not if they're going to beat the Lions, mate. <laughs> I think he can just he can sit up there in the, in the box. Yeah, yeah um, bloody good. Speaking of speaking of sitting inside, you'd probably want to do that at uh, the next game, uh, the Blues versus the Jaguares. Uh, pissing down rain all day. The Blues losing this match at home, thirteen to the Jaguares, twenty. Um, oh. You watched this game, Mike, because you had a bit of money on it. How I did. Do I, it, how do you think it went? I flicked on the box actually and saw that um, you couldn't almost see the other side of the field. It was raining so hard. Uh, check the TAB. Um, as we call it over here, and the Jaguars were paying four dollars fifty, so threw threw a bit of cash on them to come through, and they rewarded me for backing them. So yeah, this game, it was wet weather footy, um, and the Jaguars up front just just played one hell of a game. The Blues, yeah, they got a yellow card. Um, Akiriwani got sent off. He was actually lucky not to get another one. Uh, the way they were giving away so many penalties on their line, the wet weather footy. But yeah, the Blues just, they just, they seem to do everything to about 90% and then just can't, can't do the rest to finish off games or win them. There's no grit, there's no desire. 
just almost seems like there's no leadership and I don't know whether it's the coach, the players, the general culture, but they're in absolute shambles at the moment. But good yeah, on the Jaguars. Really, they really struggle with attack the Blues for whatever reason, but they just can't hold on to the ball and and they can't seem to attack. I don't know if they rely on the Yuani brothers too much, but yeah, they just can't get they just can't score tries. And uh, we did talk about the Higuaris coming over to Australasia and saying they'd only have one good game. But they've uh, they've won three they've won three in a row against the Rebels, Brumbies, and Blues, which is they're actually pretty hard games to win um, yeah. at those home home venues. So especially on the there. trot like that, that far away from home. So yeah, for them to come over there and really stick it to us, it's good. But I just love they play with so much passion. I'm happy they got um they they've got the win so far, and it'll be interesting to see how they go for the rest of the season, rest of the time. Yeah, well they got the Chiefs next week, which we'll talk about later, but. <clears throat> Three from four, if they lose next week's bloody pretty good. They, they, they'll be nearly top yeah. of the um, conference, I think. I think they're second in South Africa. So <laughs> The Argentinians yeah, just need the, to get away from home to, to get some wins. Next game, Canberra, Brumbies versus the Crusaders. The Brumbies scored eight points. The Crusaders, 21. The Saders only had 13 for 10 minutes. Uh, they had two yellow cards. Pretty much at the same time, and the and the Brumbies couldn't score. Um, then on the flip side, the Brumbies had one yellow card, and the Crusaders scored two tries in that time. Israel Day came back. Well, he actually played last week, but he started this week, and he got injured at about the 15-minute mark. But the Brumbies just can't, just couldn't score tries. 15 on 13, pretty depressing to watch. Yeah, I bet it was. The scoreline. I didn't actually watch this one, but the scoreline by the looks of it would have been um, a bit of a boring game. The Crusaders are very clinical in games like this. Um, interesting you say um, Dad got injured. Do you know how serious it is? Is he out for a while or is it just a niggle? Well, he actually got hit high, but he um, his knee buckled and that was his in- injury, so he went off limping. So hopefully he hasn't um, re-injured his knee. be a bit depressing. Yeah. But uh, we can only hope for the best. Again, probably could have done some research, but it was only yesterday, so... News probably isn't out yet. No, research is overrated. We'll just make it up. He's got gout in the knee, and he's got four weeks off. And, yeah, we'll, we'll see him probably in the semis. All right. Well, yeah, we'll back that statement then. Um, but the Crusaders uh, winning by 13 points. Didn't get the bonus point, but they'll take that win, I guess, especially with 13 players on the field. Uh, next game, last game of the round was the Bulls versus the Landers. The Bulls 28 and the mighty Otago Highlanders 29, winning by one point. Very interesting statistic here, Mike. I know the Landers like to kick the ball away and defend and base their attack on turnovers, but in the first half, the Bulls had 81% possession and 88% territory. <laughs> the Landers love so, it. That's, 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 their, that's their game. They love it too much. And then overall in the whole game, 70% and 77% territory. So they got the win. The Bulls. Yeah, yeah, bit of, bit of Sopawanga the heroics there. It was. They uh, they scored uh, three tries to two, and they just had five penalties, which won the game. And they had a penalty on 80-minute mark, and Sopawanga kicked it from about 45 out to, to get the win for the Landers. The man's on fire. Now, good win for the for the Landers away from home. That one, they'll be they'll be happy to get that one, uh, especially over there. So yeah, good the boys in blue, blue and gold, showing how it's done. 
Well, yeah, obviously the Bulls had um, heaps of possession. How many tackles do you reckon Luke Whitelock made? Oh, Lukey, my boy. I reckon he made 23. Mate, you're reading the statistics for sure. I'm not. He made 20. He made he made twenty three. <laughs> yes, again. <laughs> I I <laughs> shit you not. I am not up. reading the statistics. Two from two, right? Oh, how good! You're trying to throw me, and I'm just nailing you down. This is beautiful. <laughs> no more questions for you then, mate. Twenty three uh, tackles. That's a league stat. Yeah, that's pretty good. He, and I think he's easily going to be the number eight for the All Blacks this uh, this June test. Do you, do you think has, that the same? Or yeah, I, I I agree with you. He just like the way he plays and how he's playing at the moment. The man's on fire, but he'll slot right in there for Karen Reid. Um, yeah, he just he just does the basics right. You know, tackle, hit rucks and stuff. And you know, you just need that to to get you going forward and open up the back line, which is obviously the strength of the All Blacks, and let them score the tries. So I mean, obviously Akira Yuani can. Is probably the form number eight, but he doesn't quite do all the work that Luke Whitelock does, and I don't think the All Blacks really need him to do that. Maybe no. he can come on at the end, but Luke Whitelock's my pick for sure. Akira Yuani on D isn't as isn't as solid either. If you look into his stats, I think you brought one up the other week, which was interesting um, about him not making any tackles in the first half or something like that, or there was a stat brought out so. Yeah, Luke yeah, Whitelock against definitely. against Sorry. the Highlanders, against yeah. the Highlanders. Uh, obviously, the Blues had all the ball and a cure. Uh, did he make one tackle or zero tackles in eight? It was minutes? zero tackles, I think it was. Yeah, it was zero. So he made zero tackles, which is pretty good. <laughs> pretty pretty good if you're um pretty good for a forward who's not getting involved. Yeah, <laughs> that's what you <laughs> pretty want. Pretty good if you want to save energy for attack. Yeah, yeah, but look, he's a freak. I think he'll. He'll definitely be in the mix, but for my my mind at the moment, um, we'll definitely be seeing two white locks in that All Blacks team, and maybe one of them captain. Never yeah, know. Oh, there's not. Yeah, just give it to Luke. Just give it to Luke. Second test, just captain it straight away. Well, yes, just do it. He'd be he'd be the, one of the oldest men in the team. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Give it to the veteran. Give it to him now, Otago Hollander captain. Yeah, do Ben it. Smith, vice captain. But um, we might just take a quick bright break, Mike, and when we return, we'll review. Oh, sorry, preview next week's action. <laughs> Welcome back to High School Hero. I'm Ryan Frisbee, joined with Michael Isles again from Queenstown. We're just going to preview the games for this week Mike it's obviously uh, probably six days away but just get in nice and early uh, we've got the Chiefs at home to the Jaguares Jaguares trying to make it four in a row Chiefs coming off the bye so how do you think this game's going to go Mike well look the Jaguares Jaguares um, looking for looking for the fourth on the trot I think it's going to be a bridge too far for them even though they are on a big cheese roll I think that it yeah, it'll just be too much. The Chiefs coming off a bye. Are we hungry for it? They're at home, the Chiefs. They're probably one of the... Well, they are, if not the form side in the comp up there, and we know how they can battle. Um, well, they're not actually the form side, are they? But they can battle in the um, second half. We've seen them come back and play with a lot of grit. So the Jaguar's passion may not be up to that. Um, I'm going to go Chiefs 13-plus here. 
Yeah, I think the Chiefs are actually fourth, mate. Highlanders are third. Crusaders second, Hurricanes first. But, I mean, it, most uh, Kiwi teams are the form team, apart from, obviously, the Blues, because they stink. <laughs> the stinky um, Blues. The stinky Blues. Do you reckon the Damien McKenzie got knocked out last week? I don't know if you saw yep. that. Uh, he he str- fell straight on his face, so I don't know if he'll be back. Two weeks is a long time, though, and hopefully he'll be good to play because he's obviously good to watch. Yeah, I think um, I think he'll be back. It looks like, yeah, he got knocked out, but it was pretty precautionary, I think. They just um they just ripped him off and and chucked the brother on there. So yeah, I think we'll see him back, and I think they'll just be too good at home for the Jags. You can probably t- relate to Marty McKenzie because he's the older brother, but he's probably not as talented as as his younger brother. So it depends how you put that down into into you know yeah probably on the rugby field, but in terms of real life, I'm leagues ahead leagues ahead yeah <laughs> so you know this is where we go high school hero yet dan probably was the high school hero but as we know ryan in real life high school doesn't mean much does it uh, no, you can't peak too early you can't peak too early no you you don't want to be peaking too early so a shout out to um daniel no, michael's little that. brother he's all right at rugby i guess but life, I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, 100, 100 caps for Arrowtown, actually. Jesus. The wee man. Good on him. Yeah, he got his blazers, so moving on. Size medium. All right, next game, uh, Rebels versus the Crusaders. Rebels are back home, flying back from South Africa. Crusaders get to stay in Australia. Um, pretty easy one to pick, I think, this, Mike. The Rebels will be strong at home, but the Crusaders just far too good. They'll win 13+. plus. 13 plus Crusaders over the Rebales. The Rebels. The Rebels. Right, next game, the Canes. Hurricanes at home to the the runners-up, the Lions. Um, Lions finally in New Zealand. It seems about five years since they've been here. Um, <laughs> but, again, the, the Canes will probably be too strong, mate, 13-plus. I don't know. I, I would say the Canes are going to be too strong, but after seeing how they performed last week... Oh, this the week just been against um, against the Sunwolves and the way the Lions are striking a nice green vein of form. <laughs> I I think it could be a bit closer, so I'm actually going to go Hurricanes twelve and under on this one. Okay, okay. I think um, I get the feeling that teams just kind of don't want to play the Sunwolves, so they kind of drop to their standard, and then you know they just want to get the win and get out of there. That's the feeling I'm get getting. So I don't think the Sunwolves are that great. No, but. I think a class team will put points, as we've seen in the past. Like the Hurricanes just looked terrible against them. All right. So there's no there's no sugarcoat in it. They just didn't look good. Um, and I thought the Sunwolves actually played really well. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go twelve and under to the Canes okay. just because I think the Lions in that rich vein of form. But so yeah, we'll see. Even though even though I think that if you go back a few podcasts, we'd written the Lions off because yeah. they lost to the Jaguars. Yeah. <laughs> And all of a sudden they're um they're back on top. So, well, to, who knows? To be fair, they did who just knows? lose to the Reds, which is pretty shit. So anyway, yeah, twelve and under. Put ten bucks on it. Probably paying about six. Put bucks, ten bucks on it. Twelve and under. Yeah. Gamble responsibly as always. I'm doing it. Right. Yeah. Next game: the Waratahs versus the Blues at Brookvale Oval, uh, in the Northern Beaches there in Manly. So they're taking it away from Allianz Stadium. Um, over here, Mike, in the Aussie 
Aussie media, they're trying to uh, scout this one as a the first win for an Aussie team, which could be true. I think it's up to 35, <laughs> I think, 36 I think it games. it has to be, doesn't it? Well, the Waratahs are playing pretty good. Up to 36 so. games. Waratahs are playing pretty good, games, so... Um, could be enough. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's even an upset to beat the Blues um, over there. So, what are you thinking, mate? What are you thinking? I go. I'll. I'll go for the. I'll. I'll go with the form here, and I'll back. I'll back the Waratahs. Twelve and under, just because I don't know. You never know what Blues side's going to turn up in these matches. Yep. Um, what I would recommend is no one ever put any money on the Blues. <laughs> They're like the Warriors. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I'd put I'd put ten bucks on Waratahs twelve and under. All right. Well, I'm going to disagree with you, mate. I'm going to go Blues thirteen plus. Ooh, because huge call. A little bit drier over here, less pressure because they're away from Auckland, and I think it's just gonna. There's so much pressure on the Waratahs to beat a New Zealand team that it's just not going to happen. I think the Blues are going to win. You think the Aussies? You think the Aussies are just going to choke? I think they're going to choke. I think the Blues are going to get up, mate. So that's my that's my um my long shot or my dark horse um of of the um of the round. Look, don't get me wrong. I'd love to see nothing more than this losing streak of Aussie teams against New Zealand teams continue forever. <laughs> but I'm just going to go with the form. Go with the um go with the Aussies for once. And yeah, right, fair enough. See how they go. Should be a good game, though. Probably the great game of the round, I'd imagine. Uh, but the next game, Stormers versus the Bulls. A good South African derby at Stormers. Um, Blues, uh, Bulls obviously just lost, and Stormers bet the Rebels. I think I'll probably go Stormers 12 and under here to be a be a low-scoring game, I'd imagine. Heaps of defense, heaps of kicking. Uh, but I'm going to back the Stormers, mate. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Stormers 12 and under. I like the Stormers. Beautiful city out there in Cape Town, so yeah, we'll go with them. Go with I don't know what the game will be like, but I look forward to watching the highlights. Because <laughs> I ain't getting up that early. <laughs> I ain't getting up at 1am. Next game, Sharks versus uh, Otago Hollanders. Should be a bloody good game, this. The Sharks coming off the bye. The Landers winning by one point against the Bulls. Um, I think the Landers are going well because they've, they're picking the same team. They've actually got... Not they don't have many injuries like they usually do. Although uh, Waisaki Naholo wasn't playing on the weekend, they they got the core group uh, playing week in week out, and I think the Hollanders will just get up here, mate. I think they'll just get up. That's not not because I support them, but I just think a continuity uh, of selection. Uh, I think they'll get through twelve and under. Twelve and under the Landers. Yep. Yeah, I think it's always hard to win over and especially for New Zealand teams over in South Africa, so they're always up against it over there. And the Landers love a good battle. The Shark Tank will be full to the brim with um, excited Durbanites going for their team. Um, It's pretty hostile out there, so yeah, 12 and under. Landers, I think that's a good bet. Landers are in a rich brain... Rich vein of fawn. I can't fawn, form. I can't even speak. I haven't even had any beers tonight. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'll back you on that one, mate. What The Mighty Landers, 12 and under. Shock pock. Well, they've actually got a game in hand, um, them, the Crusaders and Chiefs. So if they win, they'll go top of the New Zealand Conference, mate, if um, if the Hurricanes lose. So it's a very tight battle, the New Zealand Conference. 
which is good to see. It always is. But it is always is. It yeah. always is. It always is. But uh, that that's it for this week, guys. Thanks for listening into High School Hero. I'm your host Ryan Frisby. Thanks again for joining me, Mike Isles. Thank you. Always good to be here, and we'll catch you all later. Just remember to like us on Facebook, guys, at High School Hero Podcast. Um, send in your comments as well, any messages, any questions you've got, and also Apple Podcasts. Make sure you like, like, rate, and share us. But that's it for this week, guys. We out. Hooroo. Hooroo. Hooroo.